Welcome to the seventh episode of Advice Talks, the podcast that is brought to you by AdviceScotland.com. In this podcast, what we're going to be discussing is the decision by the UK government to stop people from using post office cash card accounts to receive benefit payments from the Departments of Works and Pensions and HMRC. Now, my name is Alan McIntosh, and you're listening to Advice Talks. Now, the UK government has made the decision that from November this year, everyone who is currently receiving a benefit payment from the DWP or HMRC in their post office cash card account will have to provide alternative bank account details if they want to continue receiving payments into their account. Now, this does not mean if you don't provide details of a bank account, your benefit payments will stop. But instead, what it does mean is you will have to receive them by another method, and most likely via a pay point. Now, for most people, this won't be a problem, as one of the UK government's justification for ending all future payments into post office cash card accounts as it is believed so many account holders already have other bank accounts that they can switch their payments over to. However, for a significant number of benefit recipients, this won't be the case. They won't have other bank accounts, and instead, they will have to open up new bank accounts. Now, in addition to this, anyone who wants to claim benefits from the month of May this year won't be able to receive their payments into a post office cash card account unless they've already been received them before. So they will need to open an alternative account before they make an application. Now, the first thing people need to know is everyone is allowed to have a basic bank account, even if they've never previously had one. And this is the case even if you've had a bad credit rating or have previously or currently are bankrupt. Now, in the UK, there is actual legislation known as the Payment Account Regulations 2015 and these basically entitle most of us to open a basic bank account, providing we don't already have an account with another bank. Now basically, a basic bank account is an account that allows you to deposit and withdraw money from a bank branch or ATM machine. It should also be free and should allow you to online banking facilities. It should also allow you to set up direct debits, standing orders, and to make electronic transfers. It should not allow you to also to run up an overdraft. And there is a list of UK banks who, under the payment account regulations, must provide you with a basic account if you don't already have one. These banks are Barclays, Clydesdale and Yorkshire Bank, Cooperative Bank, HSBC, the Lloyds Banking Group, which includes the Halifax and the Bank of Scotland brands, Nationwide, the Royal Bank of Scotland, then that also includes NatWest and Ulster Bank brands, Santander and the TSB. Now banks can refuse to give you a basic bank account, but only on limited grounds. These are that it would be contrary to the Fraud Act, the Money Laundering Act, contrary to Section 40D of the Immigration Act 2014, or where the bank itself has been limited by the Financial Services Authority from taking on new customers. Other grounds may be that you already have a basic account or another account with another uh, bank. 
A bank may also refuse to open an account if it believes the conduct of the customer may constitute an offence to one of its staff. However, to emphasise that again, being bankrupt is not grounds for refusing someone a basic bank account or the fact that they've had bad debt in the past. Now, where a bank refuses to allow you to open a basic bank account, you should ask them for a reason in writing, as you will be able to submit a complaint and even escalate that complaint to the Financial Ombudsman Service if they don't resolve your complaint satisfactorily. Now, one of the biggest problems people will have when opening any basic bank account is the bank is still required to ask you to provide proof of your identity and your address. Now, this is for money laundering purposes. Now, ideally, you will have photographic ID for proving your identity, such as a passport or a new driving license. But if you don't, don't worry. Normally, banks will accept letters from the departments of Works and Pensions and HMSC, also as proof of identity. However, where you do use one of these types of evidence to prove your identity, you won't be able to use them also to prove your address. You will therefore need another piece of evidence, such as a council tax letter or another letter from an official government department to prove your address. If you are struggling to find sufficient proof, visit the bank's website to see what alternative proofs of identity and address they will consider. Now you have been listening to the Advice Talks podcast that is brought to you by advicescotland.com. If you like the podcast, please follow it, please share it, and I look forward to you joining me next time.